What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your hosts of the GMs of the Future podcast with... Nick Adna. Ryan Bondarenko. Guys, this is... Uh, took a week off, but wasn't much happening in the NFL. We're going to go through our, our uh, AFC North, AFC South and West, I believe it was. Yeah, to finish off our free agency preview, which actually, you know, we've got it starting up next week. So this is recording in only a few days beforehand. And uh, there has been some signings, franchise taggings, uh, stuff like that that's so happened. let's just touch on the franchise tags briefly. So just a few, a few guys, uh, obviously... Uh, the big thing was Dak Prescott getting re-signed for uh, four years, $160 million. He did have the franchise tag placed on him. It's just part of the the whole deal. Um, you had other players like Allen Robinson getting franchise tagged. You had, yep, uh, that was huge Brent, for Chicago. Brandon Sheriff got his second year in a row at franchise tag. You had, Justin Simmons' second year uh, in a row. Yeah, you had another guy, Marcus Williams, for the Saints got uh, franchise tag. So there's been quite a few other guys, and I'm sure we missed a few because there was, I believe, nine or ten in uh, total. Godwin was another one. Yeah, Chris Godwin got franchise tag. But the, there's some key players that didn't get, which are Hunter Henry, uh Kenny Gallery, those are two of the guys that people thought would get the franchise tag that didn't. Yeah. Um, and, and, a, and a player who did get the franchise tag who didn't expect to was Cam Robinson for the Jaguars at left tackle. So that's another player. So, yep. you know, hey. Uh, another big sign, uh, another signing we do have was Matt Milano re-signed with the Bills. Four years, $44 million. Uh, Bills also re-signed their left tackle, was it? Their right tackle. Right tackle. Daryl Williams. So they have their two tackles now re-signed. And it's actually pretty crazy is the Bills now have – in the from the draft uh that date that Patrick Mahomes was in where they traded down to and took uh Tredavious White they're the only team to have re-signed more than two players from that draft they have now signed three in Tredavious White Deion Dawkins their left tackle and now Matt Milano the only team to have re-signed three of their drafts and those are three core pieces of that team yep that they went with Milano was a late round pick as well too so they've done quite well in that oh uh, the giants also gave uh williams yeah leonard williams a tag yeah that is correct that's another uh guy and another signing is just a brief one we'll talk about is cam newton re-signing with the patriots brady took another one-year extension to go with uh to stay with everybody so i mean that's one good thing with that that brady's still gonna be staying with the bucks for it and it's just gonna be I think Brady wants to be a champion there again. He has the tools to do it there. Um, I mean, yeah, it, you never know. I mean, there's lots of free agents out there. Um, but we'll get started on the uh, on the AFC North. We're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens, their division winners from, uh, from your, last year. Not your division winners, your wild card team, your first wild card team. The Steelers won that division. But yeah. the Ravens, they got some good cap space going on. We. But they've also got quite a few guys right now that were key pieces on their team that are going to be gone or free agents right now. Mark Ingram was... Not a key piece later on because Dobbins and Gus Edwards passed him. Ingram didn't play a lot, so so, he's gone to the Texans. Texans. You've got RG3, Des Bryant, Chris Moore, Will Sneed, DJ Fluker... Uh, Matt Skura, Tyus Bowser, Pernell McPhee, Yannick Ngakwe, Derek Wolf, Matt Judon. You're Those two, last five guys were huge players on that yeah, defense. Yeah, all big parts. So they're definitely we're gonna we're gonna look at some of the needs that they're gonna need 
pretty straightforward. We've been saying it all year. Last year is they need another receiver they to pair with Marquise. They number one receiver. Yeah, Marquise Brown is the guy who takes the top off the field. He's a he's an elite level number two, but he's not he's not a true number one. And another player, another thing they need now is obviously to replace these defensive linemen. Is a nice as a pass rusher, Judon and Ngakwe were their two lead pass rushers from the edge, both free agents. And, of course, we talked about their center having some bad exchanges in their final. They need some replacement on the offensive line. They still – they had re- last year they didn't have Marshall Yonda who had retired. So center and a guard is probably where they're looking at there. But I would Cent- say – They had a terrible time at center yeah, this year. It's been, it was a center, rough year. So. Center, and, uh, center, receiver, D-line. Those their would three be their biggest needs yeah, that and, they would and, need. And it'd be D line is the edge. They have the interior, good interior guy in Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams there as yeah. well. So they got that interior locked it's up. It's the outsides that they need. And with getting Yannick and Gakwe, Tyus Bowser, Pernell McPhee, who are all D and D rush ends. Uh, yeah, so you're. It's the same thing with Judon. Judon's a stand up linebacker, but he's a rush stand up linebacker. Yeah, so I would expect that if they don't address that in free agency, that's going to be a big part of their draft. But I still expect them with roughly around $20 million in cap space uh, to make some moves. Don't think there's actually... We, we were looking through earlier, and we didn't see very many cut candidates that... They're not going to get cut, cut Ronley Stanley. He's got too huge of a dead cap hit. Calais Campbell, they need... Brandon Williams, those two guys are going to be there. Humphrey and Peters, they are not going to get rid They're of. They're not cutting anybody. The only thing that might change is there is talk. Orlando Brown, their right tackle, wants to play left tackle, and he's requested if he's not going to play left tackle to be traded from the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So that is something that could could happen there. But, but looking at everybody else, the only guy that I could see getting hit getting let go but he's got such a dead cap hit would be their tight end in nick boyle yeah i don't he's got a 5.8 cap hit but he's got a 12.8 which means he won't get let go it's just that simple there may be a restructuring but they don't need the cap space right now for the things they need i think they're right now they're trying to make sure they're not signing huge long-term deals because they're going to have to pay lamar jackson coming up soon yeah so i mean patrick queen is going to be getting a payday in a couple of years marquise brown and needs what one more year till he gets a yeah a, he's got a pay but again fifth year options still coming up so fourth or fifth year options actually, and all that stuff the ravens are in really good shape they just need those few pieces and they're, they're, they're going to be a contender again next year uh we'll go to the Bengals next uh team that we both we both like to where they're headed they've we both believe they found their franchise quarterback in burrow you just need to do a few more things to help him out not just himself but you've got they've got some cap space coming up projected cap space is around 43 million dollars 44 right 40, now. yeah 44 million dollars but and even with that trey waynes geno atkins dj reader tyler boyd joe burrow joe mixon they got a nice group of veterans and young guys and Geno Atkins is somebody that might might even get traded he's not even been playing he wasn't playing full-time a lot last year so yeah and I mean looking at it the Bengals have AJ Green gone John Ross free agent uh their center BJ uh, Finney went to the Steelers 
every basically their entire defensive line, their top three corners are all gone. Three of their top four. Trey Waynes is the other guy. Yeah, there. sorry, yeah, Trey so Waynes. Yeah, but Will Jackson the third. Both their kicker and punter, which is very rare that both go in an offseason. So they got some things to work out, but they're we're not going to use kicker and punter as a need because obviously they're going to need that. But yeah. their key thing is. They were a team that got sat, that gave up a lot of sacks. They need some offensive line help. It's the reason why Joe Burrow got hurt was a, <coughs> on a sack, right? Offensive line is a huge need. And then after that, you have some good weapons already there in Tyler Boyd and uh, T. Higgins. You could probably use another receiver as well to help. But uh, that's what I don't understand is why get rid of John Ross? Because they don't. John Ross he just is... doesn't fit in there. He doesn't fit with what he's, he hasn't played well with them. And he's had his four years there to, to prove it, and he's always been upheaved on the depth chart. So I think both A.J. Green and John Ross are going to go. Yeah, and I do think so with that as well. They and could use some def- an edge rusher. Their best one was Carl Lawson, who is a free agent. And uh, they could use some cornerback help with losing all those corners, right? William Jackson was their number one corner. He's going to be gone. So they have some cap space to spend. I expect them to be active on the... Offensive line. Yeah, their offensive line losing three guys to free agency right now, and Quinton Spain, Alex Redman, and BJ Finney, who went to the Steelers. It's not three starters, but it's the, Quinton Spain was a starter. But I mean, I think you're looking at it. Alex Redman started half the or yeah. uh, more than half the yeah. season, if I'm not mistaken, as yeah. well. But he was a backup that ended up starting. Well, because of injuries. I mean, yeah, the guys but, that are sticking around are Jonah Williams and Billy Price are two pieces on that offensive line. But you got, I think. Where they're sitting at pick number five in the draft, I believe they are. They're gonna they could get one of the top top two offensive linemen at that point. They're probably gonna get and be able to be set with a high offensive line pick. But hey, maybe they're gonna go defense with their uh, picks. But in the end, they definitely needs they got to keep keep building that team around. And I would honestly not be surprised if one of those mid level. The second tier of wide receivers, one of them ends up coming and signing in Cincinnati. Uh, maybe not your guy like Kenny Galladay, who's your top tier. But yeah. Something tells me in my head that I somehow see Juju Smith-Schuster looking at Cincinnati as a place to go. And I don't think he's a – people may see his name and think top tier, but he's not as good as Kenny Galladay is. For and So it would be pretty interesting to see Juju Smith-Schuster lining up in Cincinnati – he might even go to Baltimore. We were just talking about the Ravens. That would be pretty crazy. Yeah, but, actually, uh, Juju, he's he's that type of player. He's got that mentality that you don't want me. I'm gonna stick it to you and go to a rival. Yeah, to show you what you're missing. Yeah, exactly. For, the ne- for this, for the next eight years, I'm gonna play you 16 times, and I'm gonna burn you 16 times. Yeah, so like that's what his what he's thinking with it. Yeah, but I mean. That's one that's I do like Schuster, but I don't like his attitude that he yeah, has. For sure. He so, thinks he's the best receiver in the league and he's not even close. No, he's not a number one receiver. He's proved it ever since Antonio Brown left that he cannot handle the role as a number one receiver. But anyways, we'll stop talking about Juju and we'll get on to the Cleveland Browns here. We still got quite a bit of teams to go here. Uh so the Browns, uh they got projected cap space twenty four point nine million dollars. Uh, so they're in pretty good shape uh, that way with uh, projected cap space. Now, needs. It's pretty clear that they what they're going to need is they've got they have a pretty good offense. They have a one of the best running games, one of the best offensive line. 
They got their but quarterback. They got right here. Everybody except for two guys that they're losing are defensive players. You've only offense is Marvin Hall and Rashad Higgins, your two receivers. And you have you already have Odell, Jarvis Landry, Donovan Peoples Jones as your top three. So you're not even you're, yeah you're you're fine with you're, getting letting these guys go. Your team but needs your defense. De- defense. You're letting Adrian Claiborne, Olivier Vernon, Larry Ogunjobi, B.J. Goodson, Malcolm Smith, Kevin Johnson, Terrence Mitchell, Carl Joseph, and Andrew Sendejo. You are letting go. Two pieces on the D-line, three linebackers, and four secondary. You are destroying that defense if you let these guys, all these guys but go. But then again, what are they keeping? Their best defensive – their top two defensive players in Miles Garrett, who is their best, and Denzel Ward. And they've got some safeties coming back, some Grant Telpitz coming off uh, injury, but, uh, Grady Williams. So they need defense, defensive line, linebacker, and they could use some secondary help as well. That's all the Browns really need right now. In my eyes, they've got such a good offense with the way Baker is playing. Uh, they've got good players there for their receivers, like you were saying, the top three receivers. Uh, who's the tight end in? Uh, uh, they got Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper, they thank you. They have David Njoku, uh, so they're fine at the tight end position. They've but got two solid running backs. They have the best backs. one-two running back punch in the National Football League in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Those, each of those guys could be number ones. Anywhere. On, on pretty much any team. Yes, there's a few backs better than them, like – Obviously, am I going to take Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry over them? Probably. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. like those four guys, you're going to probably take over those guys. But still, you're not you're not miserable with your with exactly. Your team. But yeah, I mean, looking at the Browns, we've already kind of touched what they need. Defense. Defense is all they need. They're set on offense right now. Their offense is great. I mean, looking at everything. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, they're a good team. I mean. We know they're a good team. I mean, they're they're a playoff team, and they're going to be contending for a little while. We're going to talk about Pittsburgh. We already talked about some of the guys they're losing, like Juju Smith-Schuster. They're losing three offen- four offensive linemen with already Pouncey retiring. Yeah, both Pouncey brothers retiring. Yeah. Marquise and Mike Pouncey both retired. They're yep. losing uh, Alejandro Villanueva, their offensive tackle, Matt uh, Filer. Who, who was their? Who was basically their number six offensive lineman? Who yep, kind who, of p- played in? He played when uh, Zach Banner was uh, another guy on their offensive line. They're was losing the seventh. Bud then, Dupree is a big guy. They're losing, and so is Mike Hilton. Well, okay, let's see, if we're going on offense first, you're losing James Conner. You replaced with Mark Ingram. Okay, James Conner. No, Mark bad. Ingram went to Houston. Or uh, James Conner. You don't. They need. Oh no, they got the uh, center. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they need a running back there. Juju is going. They got Chase Claypool. Fine. Whatever. They and still you got have, Deontay Johnson. You still got good receivers there. Vance McDonald retired. You need a tight end now. You have Eric Ebron still, so you're okay. Yeah, okay. You still need a second tight end. But you need, now need four offensive linemen. Even though they got the center from the Ravens there, it's still – he's nowhere near what From the Marquise – Bengals, BJ, Bengals, Bengals. BJ Finney, yeah. You he's need. nowhere near what Marquise Pouncey was. Then we move on to defense. They are moving – losing on D-line Tyson Alulu and Chris Wormley who – Which are both – which are your two backups to your starters in De- Stephon Tuitt and Cameron Hayward are your two starting def- yep. interior defensive but players. They run a – They're and, also losing middle – their 
middle, middle linebacker Avery Williamson. And, D- and you got Bush coming back off there and there. And Bud Dupree is TJ Watt's running mate on yes, the opposite side. Bud Dupree and TJ Watt, when they were healthy, were the best one-two rush combo in the league last year. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, yes, don't make it seem like we were saying TJ Watt's going anywhere because he's there. Uh, you're losing your nickel corner in Mike Hilton and another corner in Cameron Sutton. And you're losing your punter, but again, punters and that, you're gonna, you can find one. So Steelers need quite a bit of help right now. Linebacker and corner and offensive line. Those are the three pieces we've touched on. The biggest, really. the biggest that they need. Juju, even with him going... The Steelers are that type of team that they could draft a, a, rec- mid-round, a mid-round draft pick, find a, a receiver, receiver who, can, who will become a true stud receiver. Who, yeah, who can be a pick. They, they've the always Steelers, had great receiver scouts. They've done well. They keep bringing Steelers late round picks. Packers. Yeah. Steelers, Packers, and uh, Vikings, in my eyes, have the three best wide receiver scouts. These guys take random guys in, like, the fourth and fifth rounds and make these guys studs. Well, maybe not fourth and fifth rounds, but, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster, he played well as a second-round pick. Deontay Johnson, second-round pick. Chase Claypool, second-round pick. All three of the receivers from last year were second-round picks They that yeah. were playing pretty well. I mean, they have their number one and two in Deontay and Chase Claypool. They got their tight end. I actually – another thing I think they need is a true stud running back, and I – I would not be surprised to see them take a true stud running back. Yeah. They don't have much cap space. We didn't talk about their cap space. Projected cap space for the Steelers is only $3 million. Three, about three and a half. Just under three and a half. But there are cut candidates. There are cut candidates with them. We're not talking. TJ Watt technically could be cut and you would have zero dead cap and he, save $10 He ain't million. going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. The guy that you're, I could see going, David DeCastro. Getting older, fourteen million cap hit, only five dead. Five I and don't a half. think that happens for the sole purpose of the, of how much else they're losing on their offensive line, and he still is a really good offensive guard. They Vince could, Williams could be one because he I would believe, save about four million with him. Yeah, I believe that's actually being looked at. They might have restructured his contract, if I'm not mistaken. I don't quote me on that one, but there is some guys that could move a guy like. Uh, Chuck's Okafor it, or Okarafor. There, it's a he's a left tackle. He was like what, you're saving two million dollars if you cut him with the dead cap. Yeah, even yeah, with so the dead cap, you're looking you can at find, you could find money elsewhere if you need to. You can find some money, but in the end, most of the Steelers' upgrades will be done through the draft this year for the sole purpose of there just isn't enough cap space for them. Um, so that's the AFC North. Uh, we can talk about now. Let's go to the AFC South. So first one we'll go is with the Texans. These guys are in trouble right now. J.J. Watt left. He's gone to the Cardinals. Big, huge piece of their team. Biggest piece of their team. On defense. On defense. We're not, their Watts, biggest piece is... Watson different. doesn't want to play in here. Texans have come out and said he's going to be our quarterback for the next year. Is he going to hold out? Yeah, we, we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Other Watson. than that... They're getting rid of AJ McCarron at quarterback. Their backup, Josh McCown, who was their second, who was their uh, third string. Yeah, and he kind of left a while back before. He wasn't actually there the whole time. And then Duke okay. Johnson is Duke already Johnson. gone, but you've got David Johnson and now Mark Ingram okay. to be your one-two. You're Will getting Fuller. rid of Will Fuller, your you're best not- receiver, who put up the most numbers for you, yeah, and you're, got, you're letting him go. You still have Brandon Cooks there, so receive. You have a guy who has been a number one, and he played really well yep. when Will Fuller was suspended. 
You're losing your starting center in Nick Martin. You're losing your... Uh, Another offensive lineman in Seneo Kelamet. You're losing Carlos uh, Watkins, another def- defensive end that played opposite of J.J. Watt. Yeah, you're not, losing, not solely, but yeah. Yeah, you're losing Terrell Adams at uh, linebacker. And like, your long snapper as well, too. John Weeks. But like, long whatever. snapper's pretty easy to find a, yeah. a long snapper. But the Houston Texans team is in shambles right now. Their defense was poor last year, so you would assume that defense is one of – is. Their main need, it is, but they still could use some help on the offensive line. They give up a lot of sacks. Yes, you've got Laramie Tunsil there is great, but you could use some more help on the offensive One line. One guy can't do it all. <laughs> you, could, you literally you need a pass rusher to go opposite Whitney Merciless now. Yep, now that J.J. Watt is gone. Yeah, um, you, need a, you could use some more. Cornerback is always something that every team needs, and they gave up a lot of yards. Yes, they got Bradley Roby, Gary Unconley, and Vernon Hargraves, who they just re-signed. But the Texans have projected cap space of around $17 million. So they got some things that are going to happen. And f- the thing is, is it's going to be tough to get fr- free agents to go to Houston because of their organization being in samples. You're going to see a lot of guys signing one-year reclamation-type deals to get some playing time. Yep. And if I'm a guy who's thinking I could be a backup quarterback there and maybe get a shot at playing time, I would consider signing there. Yeah, exactly. So, we, we've touched on what the Texans need. I'm going to move on to the Colts. Colts are huge, actually. They've got a lot of things they need to re-sign. Looking at, the, looking at it, Phillip Rivers retired. Okay, They went out and traded for Carson Wentz. They addressed their quarterback. Jacoby jo- Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is a free agent. They're, you've still got your backup that you drafted in the fourth round in Jacob Eason. So, quarterback, you don't need anything. You're okay. Losing Running Marlon back, Mack. No big deal. You got Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. And one of the, another one of the best one-two punches that in the league last yeah, year. Yeah, a great combo. You're okay. losing your number one wide receiver, though, in T.Y. T.Y. Hilton. Hilton. That is the huge thing. And your number one tight end in Trey Burton. Well, you can kind of call Trey Burton a 1A, 1B, because him and Jack Doyle basically played even exactly, out there. Yes. So yeah. you got Jack. You're Jack losing Doyle. your starting left tackle and the guy you backed up. Anthony Casanza retired and Chaz Green Yep, both of those guys for your left tackle are both leaving. D- defensive end Danico Autry and Alquid Muhammad, or Alquadin Muhammad. You're losing Justin Houston, who pretty much was the guy opposite Danico Autry yep. there. Uh, and Justin Walker. Houston, actually, for being how old he is, had a really good season. He plays well, yeah. Anthony Walker Jr. was very good in the middle for them. He, he played very well. Uh, when he played, yeah. Yeah, when he, he was basically uh, third down. Yeah, he kind of was on the field here and there sparringly. And yeah. Then your corners, you're losing TJ Carey and Xavier Rhodes. You still got Rockus in there. And I believe Pierre Desir is still there. He might have gone somewhere else. I can't remember. There. I thought Pierre Desir was in the as a jet. Yeah, it might have been. I don't know. The... Yeah, Pierre Desir is a Jet, but you're also losing Malik Hooker right now. Malik Hooker, it was one of the best safeties for them. And the problem Xavier is Rowe, Malik Hooker has been injured every year for multiple, multiple games. Yes. So he hasn't really played, which is but why he's gone. After leaving the Vikings, Xavier Rhodes basically kind of revitalized his career he a, in He had a really good year with the, with with the, the Colts. Colts. So, so you, their needs... They got to replace their left tackle on Anthony Costanzo. That, that's 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 a massive huge. need yes. for a team that has one of the better offensive lines in the league. And with having uh, Carson Wentz come in as a more mobile quarterback than 
uh, Philip Rivers. Rivers was. For sure. You need secondary to replace Xavier Rhodes and TJ Carey. You need some secondary there. You and need you need another safety when another safety for your secondary. Other than that. Defensive end is their other need with losing Justin Houston and Danico Autry. Houston is listed as a linebacker, but let's be honest, he plays pass rush, yeah. defensive down. He plays down. And we, we did mention a wide receiver, so we'll give you a fourth need. They need to get another wide receiver. Or in, tight end. Or just re-sign T.Y. Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. Keep it like that. I would like – they have a lot of cap space in 46.7 million. This is the place where I would love to see Kenny Galladay go because I really like Kenny Galladay as a player. Well, after the Wentz deal, they're at about $39 million now uh, with it. They still have DeForest Buckner there. They have Grover Stewart. Those two guys on the inside interior line are disgusting together. Yeah, and then your they have outside- the best guard in football is someone I want is Quentin Nelson. He is the best guard in football, and it is by a long shot. Yeah, Quentin Nelson is he's unbelievable. He's, he is so good. He can pull. He like he can do the end arounds. He can pull as a guard needs to. He can pass block. He can run block. I think in his two seasons or three seasons that he's been in yeah. the league, he's only given up two sacks, if I'm not mistaken. And you got a player coming up who's now, uh, who will now be in his, he's coming into his fourth year, if I'm not mistaken, in Darius Leonard, who is going to get a contract extension. He was a second round pick, so no fifth year option for him. Yeah. But he is a guy that I absolutely love. And I think he's going to get a nice big contract and be one of the top five paid linebackers, somebody they need to re-sign there. Yeah, I mean, but even going down, they're good at receiver. If we Even if they didn't get T.Y. Hilton back, you still got Michael Pittman Jr. there. Paris you, Campbell. Paris Campbell, who is really nice and fast. I You could still use, I think, another receiver. They would need another true receiver. I mean, they do still have J.J. Nelson as well. J.J. Nelson... He's a returner. He's yeah. a kind of a whatever. He's another... He's just a player. He's not a... Desmond Patman didn't really play too much last year. I would like to see the Colts end up with one of those top three receivers in this draft in Devonta Smith. The one player that I can see going to them, if he falls to them, is Rashad Bateman. Yeah, which he he probably will be. He's expected to be a late first-round pick. He's fast. He's a mid-body receiver. Like big for size. Yeah, he's got the uh, nice vert. He's got a good jump on him. He's got really good hands. That's why him and T. Y. Hilton switching out for each other would almost be a perfect combo. They're they're a game breaking receiver away. Jalen Waddell to me, he's the one who fits there perfectly as a game breaking wide receiver. Yes, who fits there perfectly. But we'll move on from them to the team that has the number one overall pick in the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we are not going to say quarterback is a need, even though it truly is a need, because they're going to end up with Trevor Lawrence, and he is the next coming of Jesus, in my opinion. <laughs> like, I love Trevor Lawrence. I love me some Trevor Lawrence. Like, this so. kid is ridiculous. In his entire college career, he's lost two games. One game was... You couldn't even really say well, because ninety yeah. percent of his team was injured. Yeah, he, he lost... And he lost his last... He lost his the last game of his career... To uh, he lost his last game of his career to Ohio State. Yeah, in so, the championship. Like he's he's <laughs> he didn't lose in high school. Like he's so good, but I mean, we're he's their quarterback going forward. You have a great running back in James Robinson who had a great year last year. You've undrafted got, free agent. You have 
LaVisca Chenault, who is DJ a real, Chark, DJ but Chark. you're losing three other receivers in Keelan Cole, Chris Conley, and D.D. Westbrook. So Plus, receiver you're be- also losing both your tight ends in James O'Shaughnessy and Tyler so Eifert. receiver and tight end right there, that a weapon. So I project what's going to happen is they're going to go number one with Trevor Lawrence, and then the first pick in the second round will be a receiver. They're going to go receiver, or if there's one, or if maybe Pratt. Pat Fryermuth, who's expected to be the second tight end, if he's still around, you could see him going there. And because quarterbacks love a good tight end too. Yeah, and Kyle Pitts is not going to be around yeah, at that point. He might go top. He might go top ten. So I mean, Kyle Pitts is actually projected to go top seven as of right now. Like, yeah, it's could, crazy that that he's he's he's, he's great. So he I mean, is the most safe player in this draft to take next to Trevor Lawrence. Next to Trevor Lawrence, yes. <laughs> Trevor well, Lawrence is the safest pick. <laughs> but you don't know that because Trevor Lawrence could. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. Right? He could not. Uh, he could be like uh, in the NHL with Ryan Leaf. Ryan and Leaf yet, was projected the to NFL. Be, you mean Chargers? Ryan Leaf. Or Chargers. sorry, yes. He uh, he was pre- he came out and said he's going to be the greatest quarterback that's ever played. Sorry, I don't know why I said he, NHL. Yeah, and he's one of the biggest busts. He played one game in the NFL. No, he played more than that. He played no, a long time with the Chargers. I, I actually looked into no, his career. Trust me, he played a lot more. He played several, several games with the Chargers. He played. He was terrible. Ryan Leaf is known as the second biggest bust behind Jamarcus Russell, who was the number one pick by the Raiders. But we'll, we're not yeah. going to talk about Ryan yeah. Leaf. <laughs> this is past the point. The fact of the matter is, is the Jags. Their other needs are defense. Their defense was atrocious last year. Um, they're considering losing. a few years back, they were literally the best defense in the National Football League when they went to the AFC Championship game and lost to the Patriots. But they, at that point, they did also have Jalen Ramsey on their team. Yeah, I mean, you had a lot of different players on that team then. They need defensive back. Uh, they need a corner opposite C.J. Henderson, and they need some pass rush to help out uh, as well there. And they have the most cap space. Out of any in team in the NFL right projected now. Projected over $70 million in cap space for the Jags. And uh, we're now moving on to the last team in the AFC South in the Tennessee Titans, which was your division winners. And uh, projected cap space of around $13 million for the Tennessee Titans. 16 right now yeah, after doing some uh, restructuring and stuff. And stuff but like that. you're letting Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys go. You're number one and number two. No, ti- or two and three. Your two number one is A.J. Brown. Sorry, yes. Two and three. Then you're letting Jonu Smith, who is your number one tight end there. McCole wh- Pruitt, your number two. Jeff Swam is the guy who, he, whatever. He's, they traded Isaiah Wilson to... Their, which was their first round pick last year because, well, he had a bunch of issues there. So they, that they, becomes a waste. Daquan Jones, one of the best DTs in the league. Well, we gonna on their go. team, you're losing Jayon Brown and Jadavion Clowney, although Clowney wasn't much of a help for them last year. Clowney Malcolm, has been... A big bust in my eyes since coming uh, into the league. It's not the same. He's he's had many good years and he's one of the better players. He's a good player. He's just he over, he's overvalued. He's so everyone thinks he's could, he but has the skill set and the talent to be great, the best pass rusher in the league. He just doesn't. It just doesn't seem to become the best. He always has good years. He's just not. Last year was an off year for him. But you're losing Malcolm Butler. You're yeah. You're losing three. Huge pieces here in Malcolm Butler, Desmond King, and Kenny Vaccaro. These th- they were three starters on their defense last year, and yeah. they're losing them all three of them. You're mi- yeah, you're now you have a Dory Jackson there starting, and you still have Kevin Meyer. That's your yeah three out of your five because we 
defense and tend to start two linebackers and five. Uh, yeah. Five secondary pieces. And it was Vaccaro, Butler, and King were the other guys out there with Byard and uh, Adore Jackson. Jackson. So if they're big needs, they need a tight end to replace Johnny Smith. They need a receiver. To replace their number two and three that they're losing. And they need a pass rusher because they were like the worst pass rush team. And they need secondary. Yeah, that's so really they got, you, four, they got a lot of needs for only second, sixteen million in cap space. Secondary is probably their biggest need. Wide receiver, offensive tackle, or probably no, probably Not offensive rush, tackle. rush end, and then offensive line help. No tight end or tight end. Yeah, they don't have a starting tight end. Yeah, so those tar- are some those are some big needs for the Titans. Not much cap space. So now we go to the AFC West, and we got the Denver Broncos. Who well. In my opinion, now a big need for them is still quarterback because they haven't. Drew Lock didn't perform last year. They don't know if Drew Lock's going to be the guy. He'll be but the guy other than that, this year. AJ Boye is the biggest one, and Jarrell Casey are the only two big guys that they're letting go. Demar Dotson is okay to let go because they can get another right tackle for him. Yeah, Elijah Wilkinson as another a, offensive a, tackle. Yeah, he, backup, that was, backup he was the backup line. offensive lineman. They're actually really in really good shape, the Broncos. Not they, losing too many free agents with $32 million in cap space. They've, uh, they could... Might be less than that now that they've tagged... Uh, now that they've tagged uh, Justin Simmons. We'll just take a closer look to get a more exact figure for you guys. But the Denver Broncos... $30 they got million. $30 million. So they, their big needs would be, a, uh, would be secondary help. They need a safety... Opposite, because uh, Kareem Jackson kind of is a he plays like a nickel type safety where they play three safeties in the field, so they yeah, can use someone. And a, then with Justin him. Simmons, I mean, they could use a corner because AJ Boye is gone, and a pass rusher because well, Von no one, Miller. They got Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, but they need an interior pass rusher. And Von Miller isn't sure if he's going to play this season. Yeah, well, he he. he Probably will play, but it, they might get rid of him still. Is still an option, right? So, And that would create a ton of cap space. They would create yeah. like almost $20 million extra cap space, and then they could really make some moves. But This is the craziest thing, though. The Kansas City Chiefs, looking at them, we've got Le'Veon Bell, Anthony Sherman, retired, Demarcus Robinson, Sammy Watkins, Ricky Seals-Jones, both offensive tackles. They just cut Eric a couple Fisher, days ago to, to save $17 million in cap space. Eric Fisher and Mitchell, Mitchell Schwartz. Mike Reamer and Calicio Semele were their starting guards. Steven Wisniewski was another guard who played a lot when... Dan, Daniel Kilgore was their starting center. Austin Ryder was a backup center. Who played as you, well when Kilgore was... Your a, entire offensive starting line is gone from Kansas City right now. Entire offensive line is gone. And let's look at their defense. They're losing Taco Charlton, defensive end, Mike Pinnell, Alex Okafor, and Tyler Passanil. They're also losing one of their best linebackers in Damian Wilson. Their number one corner in Brashad Breeland. Who has now been taken their number one spot? Lejarius Need claimed last year. He yes. took that spot over. Dan Sorensen, who was a another third, safety, a third safety. That kind of he was. They used a lot of safety mix because Tyron Matthew he kind of does a bunch of different stuff. So they use different safeties. But Dan Sorensen, when he played for Chicago, was terrible. He went here and he was a starter. Yeah, he, and he played well. And he too. played well. So you're letting more your entire offensive line 
two of your best of your receivers, your running back who played very well, your entire defensive line. And yeah, running back you're already covered with the fact of you Clyde Edwards Hilaire is Clyde Edwards Hilaire, yeah. yeah. You've got him there and you're fine. uh they've you're, also got Damian Williams as their other running back. Yeah, you're fine with an offensive line. They did have two opt outs who are returning in Laurent uh Devarney Tardif, who is the only opt out who did something amazing on top of that, which was the fact that he was helping out with COVID because he is a doctor as well. Yes, so, uh, that's one thing is... So that's the starting he right is guard. A, they're starting right guard now. He is a Canadian boy who opted out of the season last year to help people in need and be a frontline worker to help fight COVID. Because he's a doctor, because it was more important to him than playing football. Yes. So their needs, offensive line still. Offensive line. A corner. Def- defensive end and corner. Yeah. and Hugest things. And then receiver, receiver after that. Yeah, they, is- they got Hill and Hardman, and they probably could use a third, a, a big-bodied guy. A big-bodied guy they need. And how much cap space does the Chiefs have? I, with those moves that they've made, it's been a... It's been a lot different now that they've made some moves. They've They're got, still six million, almost seven million under the cap or over the cap, so they still need to do some restructuring. And but some the cuts fact and that like you're that. looking at your top four guys, five guys on your team: Frank Clark, Pat Mahomes, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, and Tyreek Hill, take up fifty percent of your cap space. Yeah, that which is crazy. But then, let's let's talk about this. You can't afford to lose a single one of those players because they're so de- they are great players. Yeah, like it's gonna be, and that's not even talking about Travis Kelsey as your number six. Yeah, like damn, they're a good team. <laughs> they are, and then you've got like within the top ten players, Damian Williams and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire are in there, like for their entire team. Other than that, they're. If the Chiefs a lot of one-year def- cheap deals come in this way, yes, to I Kansas think, City, yeah, for a lot of cheap deals coming in, bringing in some guys uh, who want to play there and have a shot at the Super Bowl, some veterans will come in, yeah, and I, I can see Malcolm Butler getting actually going there, yeah, a guy like that. But a draft draft is what they're also going to focus on too. This year will be their big, their big thing that they're going after. So we'll move on to the Las Vegas Raiders. They they are in trouble. These guys. I don't understand what is going on with them, but they've lost for offense first. They're number two and three running backs. Devontae Booker Booker and and Theo Riddick. Your number one receiver in Nelson Aguilar. Your number three in Zay Jones. Tyrell Williams didn't really play. But he was traded to the Lions. No, he was released and then signed to the Lions. But you still got Henry Ruggs. You got Henry Ruggs. You got a speed burner there already. Yes. Jason Witten retires. Who cares? You got Darren Waller at tight end. You don't need a tight end. Your offensive guard, both your offensive guards in Richie Incognito and Gabe Jackson were, were cut. Be, were cut. Offensive tackle Trent Brown was traded to New England. Backup they, offensive tackle Sam Young is gone. Then you've also got uh, like right there. You're in. T- you've got five offensive linemen, five, uh, four receivers, and a running bat or. In your, with your tight end, yeah. and two running backs on offense. The Raiders are in trouble. If I was Derek Carr, I'd be asking to get the hell out of there right I now. I would not be with Derek Carr because, I mean, there's not many teams he would actually be an upgraded quarterback other than maybe the Bears, but you know. Yeah, shut <laughs> up. But still looking at this, 
Now you go to defense. They're losing Tack McKinley, Malik Collins, Jonathan Hankins, Nicholas Morrow, Vic Beasley, Daryl Worley, Nevin Lawson, Eric Harris, LaMarcus Joyner just went on there. If I'm the Raiders, I'm actually happy to lose Daryl Worley because he played for the Bills for a bit last year before going to the Raiders, and he played for the Cowboys, and he was terrible. So I'm happy to lose a guy like Daryl Worley. But anyways, they're big free agent, I think, out of all those pieces. Nelson Aguilar had a great year for them last year, and he was a good receiver for them. So let's look at their cap space here while I talk about their needs here. They got wide receiver, pass pass rusher because they still don't get enough pass pass rushing presence and they could use a safety with losing LaMarcus Joyner now the Las Vegas Raiders have almost 39 million dollars to play with right now which is disgusting that like I said what about a guy like Galladay Smith Schuster what Smith Schuster would look oh Smith Schuster that old school Raiders mentality I think yeah I Smith Schuster would be good there but the fact that you're paying a backup in Mariota 10.7 10.7 million who with no dead cap if you cut him but i think there's teams i could see the raiders like i could see a team like the bears if they aren't able to get a guy like russell wilson throwing hey i'll throw you a fourth round draft pick fifth round pick give me mariota give me mariota we can throw him on there he's better than nick Foles. I'd rather have Mariota than Nick Foles. Mariota was Man, I'm great. better than Nick Foles. <laughs> <laughs> just mean, kidding, Nick Foles. You're a Super Bowl champion. You're okay. You're just not a starting quarterback anymore. You're like a top-tier backup. <laughs> yeah. You're one of those guys that's going to come in and take over a game. Can win if some he, games if yeah. your guy goes down, but you're not going to be a guy who can lead a franchise. And last team to go over is the Los Angeles Chargers, a team that we love their quarterback. We love Joey Bosa. Like, those are... <laughs> Those are two of our favorite players in the National Football yeah, League. Both we, of us. Like Yeah, we we love they're those. They're losing guys. Tyrod Taylor, big whoop. They've they're got backup. Herbert. They do need they do need a guy, a veteran backup who will always come in and help. Yeah. Because that's good. They're Hunter Henry. Hunter that's Henry a huge is a one massive on, loss. That I was shocked that he I'm didn't get I'm shocked he didn't uh, get tagged. Yeah. yeah. Trey Turner is actually a huge one on for their offensive guard. Mike Pouncey retires. Their backup, Dan Feeney, is uh Free agent right now. D defensive end. Melvin, Melvin Ingram. Ingram. That's, that's, a, that's, that's one. a big loss for them opposite Joey Bosa. Linebacker Denzel Perryman plays really good for them. Other than that, it's only Nick yeah. Vigil and they're only They losing. planned well for this loss of for the loss in the linebacker by getting Kenneth Murray last year. So they planned well. You're get maybe Derwin James comes back and plays. You still got Casey Hayward in the secondary and Chris Harris in the secondary. So you're still you're good at that secondary shape there. Offensive but, line. Tight end, linebacker. Yeah, pass uh, like a linebacker, pass rusher guy can maybe do a bit of both. If I would they, like to see someone like Micah Parsons. I was just gonna say <laughs> Micah Parsons would fit perfect with them. He is a big body linebacker who can pass rush. He reminds me of a more athletic Terrell Suggs. Yeah, he's a he's a good he's a good fit there. But I if I'm the Chargers though. First round, yeah, it'd be great to get defense. You have a you have a pretty decent defense as it is now, but I would still build around your franchise player in Justin Herbert, and you can always offensive linemen should be their number one focus. And maybe if at their pick, Kyle Pitts happens to still be there, if that's the case, 
That's fr- why jump on Kyle Pitts and you got instead of Hunter Henry, like yeah. right there. That's perfect for them when doing that. I would still be perfectly fine if they tried to find a way to to sign him. I mean, let's look at their cap space. What they got at the cap space there. So I mean, the Chargers. You're looking. I'm pretty sure they're they're around, in good shape. They're they got a, 41 million, and you've already got a team that is capable of winning. They're a playoff caliber team. You've Come. got your top two receivers in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Who played phenomenal for like them. Keenan Allen had one of his best years as a pro last year. Yeah, and honestly, Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert could be one of the next best yeah. quarterback wide receiver trios. You've uh, all, combos, like, yeah. Right now, or combos. They got their running back in Austin Eckler, and Josh Matt. Kelly played well last year for him. They yeah. Like, Kalen Balazs, when he would play there for a bit, played well for him. So I actually think they've got a good, good group. Losing Hunter Henry, it shocks me. I'm shocked that they did not go and sign him to a big, to a long term contract. I, and it, the thing is, they don't have superstar names on their team besides Herbert right now. Well, You're, Joey Bose is a superstar. Sorry, Keenan Allen's a superstar. Those are big. Those are three big name players. But other than that, you don't have like, if you look at. Uh, like we were talking with Kansas City, their top six guys yeah, you are afford, household names. You couldn't afford to lose those guys. Yeah, yeah, you can't afford to lose them. Where that with these guys, they could afford to lose Linval Joseph right now and go with a new DT in the draft because Linval is replaceable. Yeah, and, he he's a big run stuffing guy who I who I yeah, really like. But then Derwin James, one of the one of my favorite safeties in the league. He's just been so hurt. You're not going to get rid of Derwin James. No. You're going to play and him. And because, uh, talking about uh, Joseph, you got rid of Joseph, you still got Jerry Tillery and Justin Jones. Two big guys. Like, that, to me, getting rid of Linval Could be something they do, but with all the cap space that they do, there's no reason to to get rid of a guy. There's no reason for the Chargers to be making any cuts right now. No, there isn't. And it's only because they've got, like we said... 41 point basically 41 and a half million dollars to play around with right now now i could see a guy like Corey davis going here uh again i still don't think it because they already have a top two group in keenan allen mike williams get john brown get or uh yeah john brown i would be even john ross yeah a speedster get get that speedster on the field like that you think about guys you always think about mobile quarterbacks how Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, Jackson, like all these guys that are mobile have fast, small receivers to help yeah, out. Maybe not Rodgers anymore. He had it in Cobb, and that was good. He, but uh, I mean, Devontae Scant- Adams is Valdez not Scantling is... Yeah, he's got a speedster yeah. in there. But let's, let's talk about the fact that the Chargers, there's not much more to talk about. They need offensive line, tight end, and defensive line, I think, and... Maybe I would consider getting another safety ju- later in this draft just in case Derwin James, James is, goes down again. Yeah, you need somebody to put on that field. Who you, can need play. That def- you need the defensive end to replace Melvin Ingram. You need offensive line. So offensive line is really their biggest need. Other than that, you're looking a pass rusher to replace Melvin and Ingram. And a tight end to replace Hunter Henry. Yeah, those if are you their- don't resign Hunter Henry, which I think they should yeah. sign, I think they should be signing him because he's going to get paid a Huge lot of money somewhere else. A lot of money somewhere else because he's a really good tight end in this league. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, there's we've talked about now every team. Free agency is this week, uh, so it is an exciting time for uh, for those teams that have cap space. It's an exciting time for your teams like the Saints, and not an exciting time. Well, I mean, the Saints did a, a whole bunch. Okay, uh, two weeks ago when we did this, we should go over this. The Saints were negative sixty-seven under the cap space. They've released, I believe, four players. They've yeah, they cut a guy like Emmanuel Sanders, Quan Alexander, the two guys we talked about that we said they were restructured gonna... deals for Cameron Jordan, Demario Davis, Michael Thomas, like everybody. Are... There, I think there was six restructurings and three releases. They are now only negative twelve under. Where the worst now is the Rams at negative forty one and the Bears at negative twenty four, like. And the, na- the reason the Bears actually went down was when they franchise-tagged Allen Robinson. So that put them down. Yeah. So that's the one thing looking at that. But then, I mean, it's going to be hard for, for a team like Chicago to bring in somebody else because of yeah. what they're losing. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, gone. I, I, I don't understand bringing in Nick Foles over Trubisky. Cordero Patterson, you need to bring him back. He was phenomenal for them when he, when he was in the backfield and everything. Mario Edwards Jr., fine. Brent Urban didn't do much. Barcavius Mingo was a second, third string guy. Tashawn Gibson was only a one year deal, and your lawn snapper Patrick Scales. Like you're the Bears aren't losing very much. But again, we've talked about the Bears. We've talked about all these teams. Yeah, we've so. talked about everything now. We've gone over every team now, guys. Uh, basically, what everybody big is going to be losing. Uh, and we'll be back in a few weeks to talk about what who everybody signed is. That's going to be a yeah. Exactly. Who did everybody sign? <laughs> who did everybody sign? Kind of deal. And we'll go through that, and then we'll start preparing for the draft, which is coming up. We'll start with some mock drafts coming up. Our our way and you know because once free agency really people get signed that's kind of when uh free agency really kicks off right once uh yeah it's there has been a couple small things here that people have been able to do and getting some small guys already but other than that it's nothing big we're looking at a lot of big name players coming up uh, being free agents, and yeah, it's, some of the biggest ones you've right now. I'm looking: Melvin Ingram, Bud Dupree, Shaq Barrett, Jarrell Casey, and Matt Judon are five of the best guys out there on defense. You've also got AJ Boye, T.Y. Hilton, Jadavian Clowney, Kyle Van Noy, Eric Fisher, Malcolm Butler, Yannick yeah. Ngakwe. This is going to be insane. And yada, yada, yada. yada, yada, yada. yada. There's, a, there's a lot of there's great players out there. So Tons of great players that are going to be out there. Uh, like we said, just to recap a little bit, Brady signing another one-year extension. Prescott getting a four-year, 140 or 160 million dollar deal. Cam Newton's re-signing back in uh, New England. Yeah, that's it. those are your big things that have happened. Uh, and I mean, there's not much more to talk about this week. Uh, everybody, have a good one. We appreciate you listening. Definitely follow, subscribe, tell your tell your family, friends, anybody. Yeah, talk share to it to them. On the street. Don't matter. Show show it to anybody, please. 
And if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, send them to us through Facebook. Uh, anywhere that you can reach us, we will be gladly to answer any questions for anybody. Yeah, and again, it's GMs uh, of the future, and we appreciate you guys. Uh... Appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens every week. Anybody that just comes on and finds us and picks a random episode, we love you guys for it as well. Thank you guys so much, and we are out. See ya.